Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. It's Jenny G. Perry, and this is Goddess and Gab, episode number two. And we are here to talk about what the fashion rules after 30 are. I know I probably picked people off when I first um, put this out there as a topic, thinking that I was going to be all judgy, and that's not what this is about. If you know me or follow me, you know that that's not how I roll. So I just wanted to let you guys know that the call-in number is 657-383-1672. And I am dying to hear what you guys have to say about what the fashion rules after 30 are. I wanted to do some research on this topic because I think that times have changed so much since my mom was 30. I know that I was going to talk about fashion rules after 30, after 40, and after 50 because some people, it depends. Like if you're not a mom, maybe you're um, a hipster and you're 35 and you don't think this pertains to you. And maybe you're a mom who's 30 who does think this pertains to you. Because when I was about 25, no offense to Land's End or anybody who wears Land's End. I like Land's End. But when I was 25, I was doing this um, kind of look with my hair, this short and frosted. I looked way older than my age. Um, some people can rock it. Lisa Rin is one that rocks it, but it aged me. And I was wearing these capri pants that were these lime green denim capri pants. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe in 2002 it worked. I'm thinking it didn't, but I felt like I looked cute. (laughs) I also had some extra weight on me, so I think I felt limited by what I could wear. But I was definitely doing that frumpy look. And I think I thought that once I became a mom, I couldn't wear certain things. Kind of like those unwritten rules. What I will tell you, though, that what this show was inspired by I cannot stand the blogs that come out by fashion people that say what you cannot wear after 30 or 40 or 50 and tell us what we can't wear. It's like, no, Mm -mm. there is no such thing. Like I wear hoop earrings. I'll be wearing hoop earrings until the day I die because I love hoop earrings. Makes me feel a little bit like JLo, especially if I got a bun going on in my hair. Um, and I think that I remember being maybe around that age and seeing moms that you could tell they were in their 40s plus, and, you know, I'm like 25 at that time. And they just, like, would wear, like, a certain cut of jeans that you could tell was, like, super trendy. And I was like, well, they seem to embody style without letting themselves look like they're trying too hard or they're trying to look young. Like, you don't want a style to wear you. You want to wear the style. And I do love trends. And maybe some of you don't dig on trends, but, like, say, for instance, rompers. I love rompers. And you can dress them up. You can dress them down. Um, I like to even wear them with wedge heels. But that's a major trend. For some people, they're like, oh, I don't like trends. Like, it's such a negative thing that you're seeking attention when you are wanting to be trendy. 
But I think it's just some of us have just loved fashion since, you know, I remember watching CNN with Elsa Clinch when I was in, like, I don't know, maybe 14 years old and, like, salivating when I would watch that show. It just really dazzled me. So for me, fashion has always been something that I would look at women and I would just feel like those glamorous women, I wanted to be that. And while you um, maybe you don't want to wear what's on the runways because sometimes they're super out there, but you still can be trendy. Like you just go into even Old Navy and kind of wear like you know, the, the eight colors. I mean, now there's um, it's called Refinery29 and it's a blog. And they have actually, you know, had Old Navy fashions on there. Like where it's not just always high end to be fashionable. I don't I don't believe in that. I I love mixing. I love mixing vintage. I love mixing with old navy and then maybe something. Sometimes not gonna lie, my most expensive thing that I'm wearing is really my sunglasses. I'm not gonna lie, that's happened. I love like I have these red free people sunglasses that I got and I love this brand um, Quay. It's Q U A Y that I've gotten from Nordstrom's. I love them. Like, love, love, love them. And I've gotten so many compliments on them. And that's the thing is that, so some of you that are over 30 are like, you know what, I'm so over trying to look cool or fashionable. And I hear you. But, like, whether it's you've gotten to a certain place in your life where you just don't care about fashion or you feel like your size limits you or um, you can't afford to, you know, revamp your fashions every season, but, like, adding a new pair of, like, really cool sunglasses gives you that style, makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel like, you ha- like you're like you put together. One of the things I love talking about after, um, well, when I was pregnant, is how, like, you can take, you know, say just a black wrap dress. I wear this black wrap dress, like, before my pregnancy, during it, and after. Like, maybe when I wasn't feeling as, as um wanting, you know, to show as much, you can put a scarf on and then you still get a little bit of coverage without, um, like, you know, after you have a baby, sometimes your breasts are a little bit big and you maybe be a little self-conscious about your tummy or whatever. Um, but I think that there's certain key pieces that like a black wrap dress, which, you know, Diane Furstenberg, she's one of my fashion icons and she's the one with the iconic uh, dress. And she talked about something I thought was really cool because we have like, you know, what's cool, what's not. And, like, when my hair is frizzy, I really don't like the way it looks. I like it to be curly, beachy look, or poker straight. But, like, if I were to brush out my hair when it's curly, it's like I look like Roseanne, Rosanna Vanna from SNL back in the day. And so that does not become me, okay? I went through the bad term phases in, like, the 80s and 90s. But Diane Furstenberg talked about before where she had her hair, like, you know, done, straightened way back in the day. And she did not like it. And she's been rocking this, like, kind of like her hair's a little wild. It's got a little bit of frizz to it. And it so works for her. So I love seeing people like, um, I think her name is Iris Arpel. And she's one where she breaks every fashion rule in the way that she's got these giant glasses. Where I remember wearing these giant, um, you know, like Jackie O kind of sunglasses. But I'm short. I don't think that I have a small face. But one of my girlfriend's husband was saying that it looked like a bug. And that's what Iris Artel's glasses look like. And she wears, like, tons and tons of jewelry. And she actually, I posted the link on Facebook as, um, what is it? Um, it was, like, 15 women that make the ageless, fabulous women. 
And it's, it's not about, like, I think it becomes, like, maybe when you're over 30, maybe for some it's over 40, maybe for some it's over 50. But it's less about, like, what other people think of the way you look. Like, oh, do I look thin or do I look cool? And more about, like, I like this look. I'm going to rock this look. And I know some of you probably have wanted to try a trend, but you were actually afraid to try that trend because you were afraid of what your family was going to say. Like, I have kids. So let me tell you something. My kids, they're like, my, my oldest daughter was like, you either look like you're going to work out all the time or like you're going to, like, a ball. And that, while well, that's not really true, we all have our phases. Sometimes in the winter, I'm cold. I just don't like the cold. That's what it is. And then, so I love, I love, you know, putting together a look. But, you know, those functional days when maybe you are running around or maybe it's like I know I'm going to exercise. So I, you know, have on the yoga pants or whatever. Um, my, I think I actually, I sound like I'm working for them. But I said this on the last show. I love LuLaRoe leggings. And I have one pair that's blue that has diamonds on them, and I actually won them. And then I have black ones with diamonds on them with, like, this aqua. And then I have, um, I think that's it with the leggings from there. And then uh, Donna Joe wear, they have beautiful leggings. And I love, like, I love when it's, like, it can accentuate your curves when you wear leggings. Like, if you're wearing black leggings and, like, a tunic, then it does hide you. And, of course, you know, you go into a private room and then someone has a, um, their car alarm going on outside. Hopefully not if you've heard that. Um, but I think that that whole idea of like what fashion rules are like even what's in and what's out there are people that you know really like I remember seeing something about skinny jeans going out and how it was like going to be the flare and I'm like you know what someone looked really great in the skinny legs jeans and I love the skinny leg with a heel or like you know tucked into a boot and I'm sure some people when it first came on the map I remember I'm not going to lie when it first came on the map um, where there was, there was talks of, you know, going from bootleg jeans to skinny leg jeans, I was intimidated. And I was thinking, I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know how that's going to look because I'm like, it seems like bootleg is like a very flattering cut for a lot of women. And then once you start realizing like the skinny leg can look good on you, I really do think that most cuts can look good on most women. Now, if you're short, sometimes you have your challenges. Like if I were the high-wested jeans, I can look really kind of ridiculous because I have a very short torso. Um, and if I wear really, really wide leg pants, it's the proportions aren't really that great. Do I think that there's rules that I can't wear something, even as a redhead? No. Mm-mm. I think that when you're short, the proportions have to be different. But I don't believe in, you know, going into a magazine and saying, okay, you have to wear this kind of bathing suit because you're curvy. You have to wear this kind of jeans. You have to wear this kind of dress. I think that there are ways to accentuate what you have going on, but I don't think there's steadfast rules. And honestly, if you love a dress and you feel like it's not as flattering for you, go to a tailor and see if you can actually make that work if you love that dress. I've taken dresses to tailors that were too short, uh, ones where the cut was, you know, was off because I am short, you know, where the um, the shoulder length was off. Um, I also wanted to mention another uh, another fashion designer, too, that is one of my icons of all time, and she embodies what I'm talking about tonight. Like, I really, I'm hoping um, I have some callers with questions or um, comments because I love to play with my friends here, but Betsy Johnson, she has, like, you know, if you go to Macy's.com, 
you can get something like, you know, on the lower end, like her jewelry. You could get something a little bit more expensive that's like her, she has like a taco pocketbook, which don't think that, I do not think that I really do need a taco pocketbook. She also has an avocado pocketbook, and she has one that like looks like a phone. It's very kitschy, but if it's like, if it makes you happy, like I grew up with a grandmother that just like loved her style to be like whatever it was, you know, like it was kind of that just wearing what's fun, like wearing what brings you joy, seriously. I mean, how many of you are dressing for what brings you joy? I don't know that that's even a thing. Do we even know what that means? I would love to know. I know I dress for joy. And I love, like, finding, you know, like, looking in my closet, which I color-coded, and apparently that's out. My owner daughter told me that. But I still, I still do it. And I go in, and it's like, what color do I want to wear? What color is what I'm feeling? You know, what texture am I, am I going for? And sometimes, you know, like, depending upon where I'm at, like, a lot of women, they fluctuate on, you know, where they're at size-wise. Certain things look good if I have 10 pounds less on me, not going to lie, but can wear them maybe with a blazer. And I really, I just tend to not think like that. I tend to not think of in the ways of judging myself so much body-wise. I mean, I wear a bikini, and I really don't care if anyone thinks that I should, you know, wear one. I lost a ton of weight, and I earned it. I'm going to post online to see if anybody wants to call in because I would love to hear. If any of you guys have any fashion challenges, I would love to hear them because I know for some people, they might want to rock a look or a certain color, and they don't feel like they can. And while I'm not a stylist, I'm not a fashion expert, I am a fashion lover. Like, I love, I could look at fashion all day long. Like, Pinterest, oh, my goodness, that's, like, porn to me. It's ridiculous. I could go in there and just look at jewelry and looks. And I love, you know, seeing women. Um, I was trying to look for research on this show on YouTube. A few years ago, it was, like, there was something about older women. And you could Google it under, um, you know, older women's style. And hopefully you'll find it and you'll let me know what it is. But, it was these women, and one lady had this red hair, and she would actually make her own fake eyelashes from her own hair. It sounds so wacky, but, like, her, her, like she was in New York City, and she had this, like, you know, room of, you know, clothing, and it was just, like, she didn't really care what was in. She was just rocking her style, and it's, like, that was it. You know, rocking your own style is in, no matter what, you know, you see in the stores or what you see come down the runway. And I'm getting to the place where I'm, like, if it's, if it's in good shape and it's not like a T-shirt or, um, you know, sweatpants or something, keep it because it's going to come back in style. Like I have some thrift store finds that I've bought, not, seriously, no joke, as Halloween costumes that they've become actual clothes. One was, and, and somebody would see me in this and be like, she is in the glamour, don'ts, and they would put me on there. But I love this sweater. My husband does not. I don't care. But it's this black, so comfy sweater with tons of sequins on the shoulders. Like, I, I think I took the shoulder pads at, out because I really don't need extra shoulders. But it has, like, purple in it. It's got gold. It's got red. It's got cobalt. I've worn um, regular jeans. I've worn blue, you know, blue pants. Um, what else have I worn with it? I don't even know. I would probably try any, anything. I would probably wear it with a black leather skirt because I love that. 
And my husband actually tried it on one day, and it was like I was dying laughing. I think that's one of the secrets to lasting marriage is humor. When he wore that, he actually, I think he put on a hat that was um, from maybe my daughter's dance recital, and he he looked like he was doing jazz hands. It was so comical. As he sneaks in the room to get his cell phone from the room, like he's just doing it. <laughs> it's, doing it. it's like he knew I was talking about him. But he hates the sweater, and I really don't care. Now with the show Goldberg, which is on ABC, which I, I would just watch every week just to see what Beverly Goldberg is going to wear. Because if you grew up in the 80s, you know, like, more is more. And it's, it's just, like, the sweater she wears, and, like, where can I get them? Because are they in? I don't care. They're fabulous. And I just, I, I feel like I just dress for whatever the day is, whatever the vibe is. But I love those signature pieces that maybe other people aren't going to get or they're going to make fun of you for it. But you know what? Like, maybe sometimes they're jealous that you can just do whatever you want. Like, I don't sit here and say, oh, I'm not going to wear that because it's, you know, it's a little bit too young for me or, um, you know, what is my sister going to say or my mom? Like, everyone knows, you know, what my style is and that you just never know what I'm going to show up in. I could show up in, like, my yoga pants or I could show up in, like, a dress. You just never know with me because I dress for what feels good. And um, so Betsy Johnson, like, queen. And also Patricia Fields, she's another one. She was the stylist for Sex and the City. And that is actually, like, that is, like, the fashion um, show of the world. Like, when you look at, when you look at Sarah Jessica Parker – what she did with that show was amazing because now I will say that at times I've had a judgment where I was like, you know what, could I get away with some of the stuff that she got away with because she's very, 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 very thin. And I do think that some things like a tube top, well, let's just be honest. When you have a chest, to do a tube top requires gravity to be on your side that day. Like, yes, you more shop a bra. All day you're going to be pulling it up. It's just not the same. I think that sometimes thinner women can get away with certain things that women with curves or that have had babies, that it's harder for me to get away with it. You know, those kind of shirts that you can have an open back? Like, that doesn't work for me. It just doesn't. Um, once I get a breastless, that would be great, but that's not happening anytime soon that I know of. Um, but Patricia Fields, she's just one. Look her up and be fascinated with these women that are going to make you think about fashion maybe in a different way because of their age. And I don't believe that, that you should wear your, like, wear your age like it's, it's who you are. I just think it's a number, honestly. And Patricia Fields is, is queen. There's another woman, um, if I can bring this up, she was blowing me away with her, with her fashions. And I was just like, oh, so beautiful. And it's just, uh, maybe, you know, my, no, it wasn't. I thought it was Carolina uh, Herrera. It was a different woman. And she is this, you, I'm sure some of you have seen her in um, magazines before. She has, like, this white blonde, uh, it's, like, white hair. And she had this, like, in the picture, she had, like, this, just this black, I don't know if it was a shirt or if it was um, a dress, but these pearls, like, very thick pearls at the neckline. And it's like, oh, my goodness, she just looks amazing. And that's, I, I also love, you know, Diane Keaton. Okay, I said Iris's name wrong. It's Iris Apfel. Apfel? Okay, sorry if I butchered your name. But, um, yeah, and Debbie Harry's in here. Diane Keaton's in here. 
Chrissy Brinkley, she's another one. Like, she's got, like, you know, a little black dress on. Helen Mirren's another one. Like, they're not going by what you're saying or what they should wear. Like, how high should your um, neckline go? Okay, so I'm confusing. This, her name is Carmen Della Felice, or I, I'm not good with names sometimes. You'll have to look her up on that link. And she um, is beautiful. But I'm thinking of another woman that I saw on YouTube that was Timeless um, Women of Style, where she, you could tell she just was really comfortable in, like, black turtlenecks and, like, black pencil, you know, um, pencil, um, or not, like, the cigarette pants. She loved that look. And I love that with, like, black ballet flats, very, like, Audrey Hepburn. I just think that, you know, certain styles are classic. And I think that, you know, no matter what age you are, you can wear denim. I think you can wear ever length dress works for you. I mean, honestly, if you want to wear a shorter dress, then wear tights if you feel better about that. Wear a dress, wear leggings. Like, do whatever makes your heart sing. And let me look up Patricia Fields because I feel like with her, she's got this, like, vibrant, vibrant hair. And I love when I see older ladies that, you know, they have, like, gray hair or white hair, and you see they have, like, the pink streak through their hair. And I'm like, that is so awesome. Remember all the jokes that we used to have back in the day with, like, blue-haired grannies? And that's now you can really have blue hair, like, legitimately be cool with blue hair. Yes, Patricia Fields, she just, um, if you look her up, she has, she has, like, some stuff that you can buy, which is so funky and so fun. Very much, you know, reminds you of Betsy Johnson. She just is, like, oh, my goodness, she's like a visionary. I love women like that. And I would love to hear if you guys, um, what, like, your favorite, even, like, your your favorite article of clothing is. Like, if you have an absolute favorite, like I have with my crazy sweater that I love. And another topic that I was thinking to, to cover is with the accessories part is, you know, um, like I was saying about Iris, is that she does layer pieces so beautifully. And my my friend Chrissy Funko was hoping she was going to be able to call in today, but she has two boys, and I know how that goes, so we'll see if she is able to um, call in. But she layers necklaces in such a beautiful way that it's, like, inspiring, where you're like, well, how many necklaces could I get away with? And you see some women that could have 20 on, and they don't look weird. And then some of us that had that mentality of that, it was just, like, always take off one thing before you walk out the door. And I'm like, mm, why do we have to do that? I've actually gone and worn, like, five different, you know, or I'm trying to think how many watches it was. Maybe it was like three different kinds of watches and then two different color bracelets. And it was like this fun style. And just, you know, for that day, it was what I was feeling. Okay, Chrissy says she's on. Yay! Okay. So let me, let me, and she came in at the perfect time. So we can talk about accessories and makeup. Okay, now let me just remember how to get her on. So I'm going to, let me see. I'm going to see if I can get her on. Are you there, Maya? Yeah, I am. Can you I hear me? Think... Yeah. Hi. <laughs> How you doing, girlfriend? Good. I was. I didn't know if I was going to be able to get on. I, you know, the techie thing. So perfect. I just went to your Facebook because you got on about the accessories. I was hearing all your good stuff about jewelry and aging, and you know, just it's awesome. Thank you. Thanks, babe. Yeah, I can't, like, I'm still trying to learn this where it doesn't tell me that anybody rang their hands. I'm so glad I checked on Facebook because I was like, Christy, like, you do inspire me so much about, 
the way you layer pieces because I think it's intimidating when women see your stuff, they're probably like, oh, well, I don't know because do those colors go together? Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know how to combine them. Right. So, and it's funny because, you know, I design pieces and I've been layering for myself for years and years and that's the number one thing that women will tell me. They'll, they'll buy pieces but they will say, how do you layer? Um, I want to layer like you, um, like you do. And so there's actually a little bit of a system to it. And whether you're buying like a statement like one of the malas from me or something that's quite, you know, big and substantial like a crystal because all of my pieces are semi-precious and they all have healing energies. So if you just buy one piece of something like that or maybe from something else, the way it's about texture and it's about having some kind of color rhythm. And um, so if you take like a turquoise piece, maybe there's a longer piece that goes, you know, above the belly button, right? And the piece has um, some type of medallion or if it's a turquoise or if it's, a, um, you know, like a crystal or some type of mala, then I would take the next piece and do it right at about cleavage. And then mm. the other one, just kind of keep it. Um, it's funny because I'm actually liking, I pulled out some old pieces of mine because I'm jewelry obsessed. And I used to like them right um, higher up by the clavicle. And now I'm in, as I'm, you know, I'm like 48. So I am, I'm actually liking them longer right before the cleavage. So I say you can take a vintage strand of pearls. You can take a cheap strand of something from the thrift store and you can have that be like the subtle piece, right? And then maybe the next piece has a few different charms and then you go into that longer piece with more of the statement. Or you can flip it around where the top piece has a bigger medallion or pendant and then you kind of drip it down with um, lighter pieces. And then you go around the circles because, like, turquoise goes well with anything. You can do turquoise with amethyst. You can do turquoise with pearl and also uh, garnet. Turquoise with... um, Turquoise, to me, is like the universal shade that looks good on everyone. So whether you're a redhead... Right. And so you can even take turquoise with pink. You can take turquoise with pearls... And so having a good turquoise piece is always, it's a staple. Having a strand of pearls and then maybe having a chain with some um, with some charms and then playing with it. And then sometimes you don't make layers. Sometimes you just, or maybe you just keep the, the, the layers up above the cleavage. I'll do like a leather strand with some type of like piece of, um, kind of looks, I like a little bit of grit sometimes a little bit of rock and roll because I'm not rock and roll. (laughs) And I'll put something on the leather and then put it with something more um, feminine. Mm. I like that. You know, it's it's funny that you're talking about color. So I do think that turquoise is like a neutral, but I also, like I, when I go to the beach, I don't have a thousand bathing suits. So like I have a navy bathing suit that I have and I'll wear, like, certain days I want to do, like, a gold sunglasses and maybe gold, you know, gold hoops. Or other days I want to do red and it's kind of like that red navy look where, to me, navy, you know, navy, black, aqua, even red, they are neutral once you let them be. 
So yes. while you're saying the aqua, I think that's super key. But, like, some people would be like, oh, I can't put aqua with red. And you're like, yes, you can. Like, you really mm. can put colors together once you just play around with them. And it's really about the shades. Like, if I ask women, like, what their favorite color is, very often they never wear that color. And, like, mm-hmm. for you, it's like they could bring it in in a stone so that way they're wearing yeah. that color without having to wear a yellow dress. You know, they could wear something where they could have a yellow necklace with the, you know, with turquoise, with black, where it's it's not just in your face. Yeah, and having a wardrobe, like an, a jewelry wardrobe, I think I did a video on it. I need to do it again because um, I haven't been designing in the last couple of months, but I'm getting revved up again because it has to be in the moment type of creative thing. But I think every woman... Every woman should have some type of hoop, whether it's a small hoop or a big, large hoop. It depends on how bold you want to be. Um, Also, some type of a gypsy earring or a drop. And then, um, you know, a wardrobe of different necklaces, I would say, I would say at least 10. And some bracelets that you feel good with. Then, you can go to a, I'm a big thrifter. And I get really great lines (laughs) really fancy stuff because I've been thrifting since I was like 15. And I can get, you know, like a Lucky or um, a Lucky brand or Madewell or J. Crew, any of those, and I'll, because I know how to search the aisles, you can take a simple black dress. I got this cutest black dress that's kind of like a shift. Um, it's lace, but it, uh, like a... Uh, not lace, but I'm looking at it right now. Oh, it is kind of like a lace, but I can change the look on that. I can wear it with little ankle booties. I can wear it with a flat gladiator sandal or just a thong sandal. And then I change my, I can get like so many looks from that one dress and a bunch of different jewelry. I I totally agree with you. And it it literally changes the whole vibe where you don't have to have a million things in your wardrobe. Like, even just a jean jacket, a good pair mm-hmm. of jeans, a black dress, like a few of those, like you really yeah. do not, because it is, I mean, it's, you tell a story with jewelry. I, I just, my mom has been, my mom is like, wears black so much and it's like her thing. And she always looks very classy. Black and white is her, one of her color stories that's been, you know, c- continuous. Like she wore black to my wedding, but it was like the sequined, you know, um, beaded top. And she bought these pearl, uh, this pearl necklace. And it had, it was kind of wrapped with this black ribbon. So the mm-hmm. pearls have the black running through it. So it does, it brings some of that edge and sophistication where I love it, where I was like obsessed. And she got to actually surprise me with it for my birthday because I love that. Like, I'm like you where I love um, all different kinds of jewelry. Like I think it's so boring to have to stay within any parameters with anything really. But I mean, right. jewelry, it's just, I swoon every time I see a piece. I'm just like, oh, you could tell there's so much love that goes into it. You really can. So, and the best, you put yeah. um, okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I want you to put your link, um, to like you know where people can find your stuff in, in um, when I do like the replay, with, wherever you see the that I posted anything about this, definitely share the link to that, and also to the makeup, which I would like for you to talk about for a few minutes too. Okay, and just really quick is um, I was thinking of this yesterday when we talked. I'm going to try and give it a go this sometime this weekend, and I'll let you know where I do a Facebook Live on the jewelry. 
because I have a collection of pieces that I'm going to sell, and I'm going to sell them on Facebook Live like my own QVC show. I thought it would be kind of fun. And I'll do free shipping for your um, for your your beauties. So for your audience, I'll do free shipping. So we'll figure something out. That will be fun because I don't have a website yet. I usually just make it and sell it on Facebook. And I thought it would be fun then this way it can be like a show and I can actually teach people how to layer. So I'll let you know on that. Oh, I love, yes, please let me know. And if you, um, yes, if you let me know, that way I can share with my people and be like, you know, hop on with my girlfriend. I do think the Facebook lives have been beneficial to, I know some of the women that sell the LuLaRoe uh, fashions, that they uh-huh. do a Facebook live. And they get they people do. to like, you know, say what number they want at the time, you know. So that's, okay. that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, but then I want you to talk okay. about, like, I, what I wanted to say about this, and then we also have, I just want to leave time at the end of the call for, we have yeah. another caller who wants to ask these questions, but, um, but you can even stay on the line. But so, um, as long as I don't hang up on you, no, I think you should be able to stay on the line. But the <laughs> idea of, remember, like, it was, back in the day, it was you turned 40, you put on the mom jeans, and you cut your hair short and frosted it. Obviously, those days are over, and you could have long hair after 40. Anybody who tells you otherwise, tell them to kiss your ass. It's not true. You you do yeah. what you want to do. You do what looks good on you. There is, you know, a feeling, and I know I can see changes in my face, you know, with, with my eyelids, you know, drooping a little bit. Not that I'm going to do anything necessarily about it, but that with iridescent, like, you have to be careful about the wear, you know, the color deposits on the face. But I don't want to limit anybody. So I don't want anybody to think that because you're over a certain age, you can try some of the trends, like the darker lipsticks and stuff. Like, I, I'm not subscribing to that. But I wanted to, talk, mm-hmm. to hear what you had to say about any tips for women with makeup. Okay. So as we age, yeah, our skin changes. I'm actually noticing more sun damage coming up because I, live, I have two little boys. I'm out on the beach. I'm not going to sit there and worry about it. I'm going to enjoy my life. And I use sunscreen, I protect my skin, I take care of my health. But I am noticing more um, more aging, you know, like sunspots. And so the number one thing that we need to take a look at is we need to invest in a really good um, foundation, something that illuminates the skin and doesn't make it look like a mask. Because I think women have this... Um, this misconception about, especially with Instagram, where everything's about perfection, and I think we should talk about that because we're looking at these women um, as models and it becomes so much work and overwhelming with um, contouring and airbrushing and highlighting, and it's most of us, we don't have time for that because we're living these magnificent lives. So how can we get a look that we feel good with is a really good foundation. The Tint Skin from Beauty Counter is illuminating. It's the best. I've been an eco beauty stylist for 13 years and a makeup artist for 20 years. This foundation just gives the skin this beautiful luminescent quality, and it doesn't look overly made. So it's like glowy. I mean, I think that's a big thing. We need to have our skin hydrated. You have All a right, base. I need to get that. I need to buy that. I need to buy that. Yeah, I need. I don't. I, it's it's so beautiful, Jenny. Well, and I think that actually, like. What's super important is that, like, you know, just for I, – I try to balance the crunchiness. You know me. I'm like you where we have, like, we try to live in the real world. We try to be as good as possible. Right. The foundation, if you're going to invest in, in good makeup products, like, I think that foundation would be the first – like, if they're going to intro with you, that should be the yeah. first basis thing they should get with you 
because the body mm-hmm. is absorbing it and it is like covering your whole entire face. And it is your palate, right? So that's going to set is. the tone for the other things that you put on there. Right, and they've got a retractable brush that, I'm not kidding, I wasn't ordering it because I'm like, I have a million brushes. I've been a makeup artist for 20 years. I got this brush, and it's game changer. It makes it look like you've airbrushed your face. It instantly mm. takes off years off. It's just so beautiful, and it doesn't look cakey, and it's, any woman can do this, even with level one makeup artistry skills. So first, the foundation. Then I say, you know, subtle things like a bronzer and a pop of color. Like we need, the first thing that starts to go for us is our the, the pigment in our lips, in our cheeks. We lose that, that flush of color that you have in your 20s and your 30s. And so you, I'm a big one for blush. It adds instant color. And then we start to lose our lashes and our, our brows. Things like that starts to change. Um, because once you have the palette, once you have the foundation, then you can have fun with color. You can wear, I bought a fuchsia color from Ilia. It's an eco brand. And when I was in San Francisco, it's like this vivid color. And I'm like, I want to wear that. <laughs> and then I keep the rest of my face clean and just do extra coats of mascara. It's about balancing. And even a woman, like if I could find an eco, like, sapphire eyeliner I would wear that and then keep like a glossy lip it's about balance so that it doesn't um it's just like the jewelry it's it's designing your face that you feel good and comfortable in it and also exploring it without being too boring unless you're a total like j crew totally neutral um really soft natural look and that's fine too the coral lipstick from Beauty Counter is also, um, not the coral, the scarlet. I have a hard time with reds because a lot of times they make my lips look too small and the color isn't right mm. um, and I feel like it's all over the place. This coral, it's a pop of color. The, the, the color is so perfect with every skin tone that I try it on. The fairest of fair. And, you know, like, think about it. You have a pencil, like a cute little black pencil skirt with a jean jacket and some, like, little booties, um, like a suede booty, and just a tank top, a good turquoise piece, and that lipstick and some mascara, you're done. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with you. And I, I've been actually blessed to have, like, beautiful eyes and beautiful lips where I can get totally. away with wearing any lipstick. But I know that. And so, God, I swear to God, I would only wear red lipstick. And it's such a metaphor for my life. I would only wear red lipstick, like, on Christmas or Mm -hmm. to a Christmas party or on Valentine's Day back in the day. Because it would just, you know, my 20s and early 30s, I just was like, I didn't want to be so out there and bold in my life. And now I'm just like, I get to do whatever. I mean, I've played with purple eyeshadows and, Mm -hmm. you know, green eyeliner. I love what you do with makeup. Yeah. (laughs) I just have fun with it, and I'm just like either I'm feeling it or I'm not, and it just depends on the day. And I just feel mm-hmm. like you, what you should do is like I know for for me, I know it looks good on on my blue eyes. I know that if I have a coral shadow or if I have the top shadow, that makes them look amazing. If I do like um, some grays or if I do um, purples, it can make my eyes go more like a slate, you know, slate blue. I know how to play mm-hmm. with that. And women with brown eyes don't feel in a box like I I feel like sometimes 
women that have brown eyes don't realize that, like, I'm jelly in certain ways in that they can wear, like, a cobalt blue eyeliner or a green or a purple, and their eyes look like magic because it's, like, it is, like, this blank canvas because it doesn't have the color. Now, not all brown, obviously, is the same. I know some women that have so many different tones where if you have a little bit of red to it or if you have a little bit of yellow to it, play around with the lips if you don't want to do it with Mm -hmm. eyeshadow on to bring that out. Like there's so many things that we can do to make ourselves look better, look better and um, color to hop on. But I just wanted to say one thing about the contour is that all of you people that follow people on Instagram, me and Chrissy have talked about this. I've unfollowed people on Instagram because they're taking, maybe they're a little bit plus size and they're contouring the crap out of their face and changing the shape of their face. That's fine. That's great. But if you were to look at them in real life, they would look like a drag queen because this is dramatic makeup that's not for every day. You can't walk around at the grocery store like that. It's just too much, just like if you see somebody on Broadway, if they were walking on the street and be like, oh, honey, you need to tone that down a bit because it's just too much. It literally looks like you're wearing a mask. So be, be aware that the contouring, it should, not, it should not take over your face. I know that people do it in high fashion, and that's great, but every day it's not so easy to do that. Right, Chrissy. Um, yeah, no, and I, because I've worked in the industry for 20 years, I have friends that I've worked with before that are celebrity makeup artists. None of them do that. It's for camera, really. It just, Kim Kardashian changed the shape of makeup when she went viral with her contouring video. Mm-hmm. It's great for film. Mm-hmm. It's great for video. But in real day, like we can, you can subtly contour with a bronzer, but we don't need to change our face. Our face is awesome. No. <laughs> No, I mean, that's the thing is if you just know where to put blush. I've done subtle, you know, line down the, you know, the middle of my nose with just a simple white eyeshadow to just give that a little yeah. illusion or like to do a little bit of a darker, um, you know, a bronzer or even a brown eyeshadow just as a line just under where my cheekbone is. And you would never know it. You're not like, oh, what's Jenny done? But I wanted to hear from yeah. Jenny. Here's our next caller. She's going to hop on and you stay on the line so you can answer too. Okay, Jenny, you're live, sweetie. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Tell us your We're... question. And Christy, meet my friend Jenny, Jenny, Christy, meet each other. See, I loved what you said about the necklaces. And I have to say that um, healing energy uh, jewelry is like the buzzword. I've heard that word like five times in the last three days. I'm not kidding you. So um, that's awesome. Congratulations on making that. And I love your idea with the QVC. That's going to be great. Definitely share that link with us. And I also have to say about contouring, I just watched a video on YouTube about contouring your um, breast area and decollete. And as a smaller breasted woman, I was like, heck yeah, I'm totally doing the contouring for that. That was awesome. (laughs) Go for it, girl. But you know what? That's something where it's like I do. I I know that they airbrush, you know, like the six-pack on for different reasons. It's just you don't want to look like a completely different person in in the face. Like that's the thing is. It's um I, when I, you see the transformations on Instagram, it's kind of like weird. It's like wow, it'd be like running into your store, your friend at the grocery store, and not knowing it's her anymore, you know. But Jenny, said, yeah, yeah. your question because I think this was an excellent question. She texted it to me, so I wanted her to ask it. Yeah, um, I'm just wondering as far as designer pieces, designer wise, where you're going to be spending a little bit more. How do you get the most bang for your buck? Like, what types of pieces would you recommend to get the most wear, the most excitement, the most, um, you know, like I said, the most bang for your buck? 
Well, is this Christy? I don't know how you. Well, I was going to say, I know that some people swear by. um, See, Christy's also like out in a more fashionable area. Like I'm at the Jersey Shore, so we're just not as um, cool as as the Cali people in those in the fashion. Sometimes, yes, in New York they have it too. But um, I know that there's certain brands of jeans that people swear by. I don't necessarily wear them because I just I've not had an experience with certain jeans that I'm like, oh, I have to wear. You know what is it? Um, free people, you know, jeans or certain jeans. I just kind of like see what cut works for me. And for jeans, they have not m- like made or bra- broken my life. I don't know about you, Chrissy. What do you think about the denim part? Okay, so it's funny because I have probably about 15 pairs of jeans, and I can't remember the last time I wore them. It's probably mm. been about three years because I decided. I've got, I'm petite curvy, I've got bouquet. And so I found jeans that worked with me, but I started getting, as I was coming into my feminine essence, really loving um, dresses and flow and fluidity and feeling Mm -hmm. soft. So my taste for what feels good on my body changed because I I won't put anything on, I guess for the caller, like, and for all the women, it's find what fits and feels good on your body first. And so whether it's a designer piece or something that may not have that name, how it fits on your body. So for me, the jeans, like I'm, I'm, I do like the boyfriend jean with cute little high heels, and, but it has to feel good on me. Um, and I can and wear... So I think... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but boyfriend jeans, it has to be cut right because if you yes. do have a booty or you have like woman curves, it can look dumpy. It can, like, it has to be proportioned perfectly. This is my own experience because I've seen women that rock at their fashion models, and I'm like, that looks great. And I look like I've eaten too much pizza and I'm wearing my period jeans. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it has to look a certain way. But that's true, right? Yeah. No, it does because I am, like, Latina curvy. I'm petite, but, like, you know, and so it has to feel good on your body. I think... The staples that I have that I've had for 20 years, is they're typically something that can be worn several different ways. So whether with flats or a high heel, I love little booties. I absolutely, because they look so fun and um, it's really hip. Like when you wear a sundress, a, a dress that normally people would wear a sandal with and you put on this little booty, it's, it's just a whole different vibe. Um, I do love, love, love Parisian French style. And so if you Google that, anybody on here, if you Google like Parisian style elements, like wardrobe elements, they have it down. It's the basics. It looks really boring, like a trench coat, like the little black dress, like the pencil skirt, like the skinny jean, like the white, um, like the tuxedo suit. You can get that and always add pops of color, and it's a it's a easy way to start building a wardrobe that you can work multiple routes. I also love denim skirts, like little ones, because mm. in the winter I can wear fishnets with them and throw things off, or I can you know in the summer wear them with um, small flats, and you know there's just there's. You just, I think women just need to start stretching outside if they really want to explore this, especially, especially Jenny, because you're a pro at this. 
you rock all the looks. You're fearless. You're courageous. But for those that may not be courageous, start with one thing that you want to wear and try it. Exactly. Well, so here's the thing. First of all, I just have to laugh because every time you said booties and booty, I was like cracking up because you were talking about the, the like boots. But it's just like, and then I'm just like, I'm giggling like a little kid because I love booties. And I think that for some of you guys that maybe um, are trying to take a dip into like the being more cool, looking more hip, like sometimes we have this mommy haze that we get into and our kids are small. I don't have this now, but I had it when my older kids were younger, even though I have younger kids now because my kids are 19, 15, 9, 6, and 2. So I didn't lose anything with the last few pregnancies. But, like, try a booty. Like, my favorite booties that I have are a fake suede on the one side and then glitter on the other. And I love rocking a sundress with them. But then I can also wear jeans and it could be, like, 30 degrees and I could still wear them. So I think that those are, they are actually, they seem to be a seasonal piece, but they're not. So, Mm -hmm. and what I wanted to say about the investment pieces is that if you're going for something trendy, which I think that every woman, honestly, if you feel like you want to amp up your sex appeal or you want to feel like you got your mojo going, go into Forever 21 or H&M. Go into some of the trendier stores that those those quality are better than some of the other, like, little pop-up shops. Like, I won't name names, but, you know, H&M and Forever 21, like, I've gotten, you know, sunglasses. I've gotten different pieces from there. Put, like, pull one thing out. Be like, oh, I'm going to try this cardigan or I'm going to try this dress. Just, just that's a little bit of trying out a new style. And for trendy pieces, don't splurge. For trendy pieces, go to Forever 21. Because if you don't care totally. if it's in next year, it doesn't even matter. If you, like, I have overalls, and, like, I don't, I didn't wear them this past summer. I wore them the summer before. But I'll probably keep them just in case I feel like that's the vibe I want to go for one day. But, Jenny, I would say that if you're going to invest in something that are the more expensive pieces are dresses when you're going to a formal event. I'm not saying that you have to get you know, something that we, you would see at the Oscars. But I have one dress that I bought at Macy's, which, you know, it's Nordstrom's, Bloomingdale's, Macy's, those type of stores. And it was such a fun story to wrap this up with is that I saw this dress in Macy's when it was, like, maybe around New Year's. And it was this emerald green satin dress. And it was, like, you know, a wide strap, and it had, you know, fitted bodice, and then, like, a band where the waist was, and then flowed out. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my God, that emerald color is so breathtaking, and it would look great with my red hair. So then it's, it's May, and I have to get a, a dress for a wedding. And I'm like, yeah, I could borrow somebody's black dress. Nothing wrong with a black dress. But I was like, I would love to wear, like, this dress when you walk in the room. Like, you just, like, everyone looks at you. And don't you know, I went into the store, and I happened to see it was on a sales rack, and it was a size 6 was the only one there and it was on sale and I tried it on and it fit me and I'm like oh my god and so I wore it to a wedding my sister wore it to a wedding I wore it to a wedding um when I was pregnant because it just so happened that I wasn't that you know that pregnant yet I could actually wear this dress if I really wanted to I could wear um uh, tights and like you know um black booties and then like a jean jacket or something where I could rock it where I could where I could make that less dressy like even if I put a black sweater over it like if it was like a crocheted black sweater I could make that where it wasn't so dressy so when you invest in a piece like that you might be wearing it to like a wedding and dress it up with your jewelry my mom actually got a black dress for a wedding that had cutouts where the shoulder was and I was like go you you're like seven years old yes and then she bought this beautiful 
giant statement crystal necklace to go with it and wore certain black heels with it. Now, she also brought it on vacation and, you know, like wore espadrilles with it with not a big statement piece. So it, there are pieces that I would invest in if you're going to invest in, in expensive pieces. I would say dresses, like whether it's a print or whether it's a solid, you, like you're going to want to get all the models you can out of that puppy, and you will be so glad because the cut will be so different. But if you don't love the cut, make sure you go to the tailor because I did for a long time. I was like, oh, I'm fine with this length. But I need to stop doing that because I'm five foot, and if a dress or a skirt, I just even wore one last night, where I should not let them go past the knee because it just doesn't do anything for my legs. It swallows my legs up whole. So I did eventually go and get this dress shortened. I was scared, though, because it's satin, and satin is not forgiving. But I'm so glad I did because it does look better shortened. It really does. So, Jenny, I want you. I want to see, like, what you're going to do with this fashion now, with this, like, some fashion freedom now. It was interesting uh, to hear you say that about the jeans because I haven't worn jeans in a very long time either. And I feel the same way. Like I'm much more into the skirts and the feminine things. But that was the first thing that popped in my head in the question because, yeah, everyone talks about, oh, you have to have that, you know, your favorite pair of jeans or whatever. And I'm glad uh, you kind of released me from that one. That was good. And then when you said dress, I was like, oh, well, then I'm going to get it and I only wear it for this one event and then I go to the same event and the people see me in the same thing. But when then you, you talked about being able to wear it in a versatile different ways, it really definitely gave me some things to think about as far as what is possible with stuff and that you really can dress up and dress down. So I think I'm going to have to uh, walk myself into Macy's and see what I can find. Here's, um, you know Jenny, no, I was just going to say, Jenny, also a big, a big inspiration with this too is that if you were to get a print and you're like, oh, wait, I don't know if I can wear this. If you look up fashion bloggers on Instagram, the mixing of prints is like one of my favorite things because it's so intimidating to the layperson. But once you start to do that, you're like, wow, like it are, there are limitless possibilities. There are no fashion rules. We can do whatever the hell we want if we just own it. Okay, Chrissy. Um, the other thing that I'm really loving because I'm in this like flowy, but uh, you know, I go all over the place like you do, like we just try different things, but I, what I really love are the kimonos. And so the, you know, even with a pair of row leggings, like you can wear those, Lulu, I have two pairs and I was like, what are these things? But they're so comfortable. And the prints that I got are so me. I'll wear them with riding boots and like a pair of sandals and like a tunic. But I do really love the kimonos. Um, they're very feminine. You can wear them with a boyfriend jean. You can wear them with a skinny pant. You can wear them with a flowy sundress or even a slip dress and um, all different kinds of shoes. And there's so many pretty ones out there. And and then with the layering with the jewelry, it's just super fluid. So I just thought I'd throw that in. Yes, you know what it is? It's kind of like that gypsy hippie vibe. Like I yeah. have one, one of my kimonos that I wear is like this, is a fringe one. It's black. It's like see-through and it's got a little bit of lace on the sleeve. And I can wear it with a dress. I can wear it to the beach. I can wear it with jeans. I could wear whatever season I want because I could wear a sweater underneath it and put that over because that's the thing is that there are no rules. Once you start to go in your closet and, like, you're, like, it's kind of, like, daring, like, oh, can I try this? And you're, like, yeah, I can. And with mixing bikinis, once I started mixing bikinis, I'm, like, mixing, you know, I'll wear a leopard bikini and then, like, a print kimono because prints, 
we like those of us that are, are over 30, I'm almost 40, we did have these steadfast rules. Like you even had to wear like brown pocketbook with brown shoes and there are no rules. Like when you start to play on like what colors look good together and what even what prints do not compete with each other. We're like just like they're kind of like best friends. Try prints like that. Like who would be best friends with one another and put them together? Any more thoughts, girls? We have like two minutes left. Any other comments? I love what you said about putting the best friends together and even just thinking mm-hmm. about that your clothes in general, about what kind of clothes would make you feel good as your best friend would. And, like, what would your best friend say if she was, you know, if she was right there in front of you as you were walking out your, you know, your dressing area or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, I love that. And I think that um, some of us, like, I, I'm very, you girls know, you girls are in my inner circle. I very much, like, you know, it's hard enough for me to, you know, have, you know, close friendships with my inner circle, but you should only have girlfriends that are going to say to you, yeah, girlfriend, try that. Like, she should never limit you. You should never have a friend that ever limits you fashion-wise mm-hmm. or with your life. Mm-hmm. She should always be like, girl, if you want to try it, try it. Because I do think, and we have this conversation with my boys about little white lies, but, like, if your girlfriend wants to cut her hair short, let her do it. Because eventually she's going to either decide it's for her or it's not. But just always be her cheerleader. I just think that that's like the world just needs more cheerleaders and more women that are not going to judge other women and just be like, yes, I think you look beautiful. And let her feel that. Let her savor that beautiful energy of someone appreciating her. Whether or not it's your, your favorite color she's wearing, who cares? It's not even about you. It's about celebrating her. So thank you girls so much. I'm like having so much fun. This is my second podcast, and I just wanted to – Play with women and be, like, inspiring women to just have conversations that are positive. And, you know, so it's like we're spiritual goddesses, but we also get to talk about fashion and get to talk about sex and all these wonderful things as women that we like to talk about. So I will let you girls know when my next Goddess and Gab is going to be out, and we can play again on another call. So I'll keep you guys up to date with what Christy's doing. Christy, put your links below. Jenny, thank you so much for playing with me. And I love you guys all. I want to wish you all amazing blessings. My intention is for you all to have your very best life and for you guys to have amazing women in your life like I have in mine. I'm very blessed. And namaste, and you're beautiful. Always remember that. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.